Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 174. The Rise Up Network is committed to sharing the stories of servant leaders, America's servant leaders that are rising up and making a difference out there in the community, in the marketplace. And we have a friend of the Rise Up Network, repeat offender, if you will, coming back again. And this woman is just, you know, a badass leader making a tremendous difference in San Diego, particularly with our veteran community and our veteran population. Kim Mitchell, welcome back. Thanks, James. Great to be back. Good to see you. Good to have you in studio with us. Absolutely. So, folks, Kim is the president and CEO of Veterans Village of San Diego, which is, you know, a fantastic organization. Started back in 81 um, and is just making a huge impact. And I'll let Kim share it, but it's just it's one of those veteran organizations in San Diego and, and frankly, the country that is just a pillar for our veterans. And so I'm just so grateful and thankful to have you with us and thankful that you exist and what you do <laughs> makes such a difference. Well, thank you so much. So, you know, give us the background on VVSD. You know, so started in 81. Started in 1981 when yep. five combat Vietnam veterans returned back here to San Diego. And they were kind of looking for the services and resources that they wanted that were really focused on their challenges of, of reintegration back in the community. They couldn't find what they were looking for. So they started their own organization. And they Men kind of, of action. It, it just, it is, you know, when veterans don't see what they need, they just figure it out and they move forward and execute and uh, they make it happen. And so what they did was they started Vietnam Veterans of San Diego. And that's what it was named for for quite some time until we the organization decided that with the newer generation of veterans coming back with the Gulf War generations and the post 9-11 veterans coming back and needing services and almost some of the same challenges of reintegration and isolation, addiction, homelessness, unemployment that they were experiencing, they decided to not so much change your name, but do business as Veterans Village of San Diego. So we still provide a lot of these services to all generation of veterans. We have probably our youngest veteran in his, tw in, in his and her 20s, and our oldest are Vietnam veterans, probably mid-70s. I think 78 was one of them told me that he had a birthday the other day and was really happy that he was 78 years old. Right, I mean, so a, a wide range of veterans, which is fantastic, and you know, very important programs, you know, that are so critical, you know, and unfortunately, you know, our veterans come back and their services and things that they need, and there's a gap, and VVSD is, is, is filling that gap. Want to back up a second though, Kim, you know, I'd, I'd love to share your story with our network. You know, I know you are a daughter of a veteran yourself. Maybe share with our network a little bit about your background. Sure. In 1972, when the North Vietnamese were advancing into Quang Tri, my mother was killed by the North Vietnamese, and I was found along the side of the road clinging to her body. And a South Vietnamese Marine was able to get me and bring me to the orphanage in Da Nang, the Sacred Heart Orphanage. A couple months after I was dropped off at the orphanage, a U.S. airman who was stationed in Da Nang during the time during the war went over to the orphanage to bring gifts and clothes and supplies over to the nuns. And when he placed those supplies into his, to their arms, they placed baby number 899, the name that the South Vietnamese had, uh, Marine had named her Tran Thi Nok Bic into his arms. And he fell in love in September of 1972. I was adopted and I was fortunate enough to be brought over to the United States to start wow. my new life. 
And the first six years, I was an Air Force brat, and we moved uh, from Clovis, New Mexico, to San Antonio, Texas, and then we moved up to northern Wisconsin to where my mom was from, and that's where my dad retired, and I spent my childhood in northern Wisconsin shoveling snow, working at the Dairy Queen, playing basketball, but I knew I had a life of service, so I decided to follow in my father's footsteps and join the military. And I applied, though, to the United States Naval Academy because that was the only form of rebellion allowed in our family (laughs) was going to the Naval Academy. So I did apply to the Naval Academy, and I was fortunate enough to be accepted. Unfortunately, though, a week before I reported to the Naval Academy, my father was struck by lightning and killed on our farm, Mm. which helps me understand what happens to families when a tragic incident occurs, but it also helps me to understand the importance of community involvement and that community support to surround families when they need it most, especially veteran families. And so the Navy was able to give me a year off to be able to stay home, take care of my mom and my brother, and then I went back the following year, graduated in 96, ended up spending 17 years in the Navy, and then got out in 2012. Wow, phenomenal. And you you get out, you transition, and then how did you, you know, get involved with Veterans Village? Well, in the, my last two years of active duty, I worked directly for Admiral Mullen, who is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, in the Warrior and Family Support Office. And in that capacity, I traveled to about 329 communities. And one of the communities I traveled to was here in San Diego, and I met with the staff at VVSD. So I knew of the staff. I knew of the mission. I knew they were making a positive impact in San Diego for the lives of our homeless veterans. And that was something that was very important to me. And it was a model that was used across the nation as far as the services that were being provided here, uh, very similar to VVSDs. And when I got out in 2012, I I started a nonprofit uh, with my business partner. And he and I still continued to work with organizations and including VVSD. And then it just happened in 2017 when Phil Landis retired uh, someone encouraged me to apply just to see what would There's happen. There's an opportunity. There's there an, an opportunity. And I applied, and I was fortunate enough to be offered the job. And uh, drove across country in the summer of 2017 with a hyperventilating yellow lab in the back seat, and here <laughs> we are. I can relate with the yellow lab. <laughs> <laughs> so here you are now. You've, you've been with VVSD for two years. Mm-hmm. How many families and in, in servicemen and women are you serving on an annual basis? Well, the, the number originally was about 2,000, but we think now with the opening of the temporary bridge structure that we're probably over, uh, over 3,000 now because wow. of the number of veterans. And that's, that's a challenge for San Diego because we have a lot, we're, well, perfect, perfect weather. Nobody wants to leave it's San safe. Diego. You, and you can live outside. You can live outside. If there's one thing you really don't ever have to worry about is freezing to death, right, here in right. San Diego. That's one thing you don't have to worry about. And San Diego is beautiful. And people, it's, there's a high rate of veterans transitioning out from the service here into the veteran community. And if there's 15,000 a year transitioning from active duty to veteran status, and even if a third of them stay here in the San Diego area, how many of those veteran families are going to experience challenges once they make that transition? Maybe they get a job, but maybe it's a job that doesn't pay enough to afford the rent, the high cost of living. There's a, there's a lack of affordable housing here in San Diego because it's just 
the very highly dense population with, with a high cost of living, and it makes it challenging for our veterans to survive with their families if they want to stay here in the area. And many of them end up falling through the cracks. But the yeah. great thing about San Diego is there's a lot of services. VVSD has been here, for, you know, as I said, since 1981, but there is a lot of services here in San Diego that are outreaching to our homeless population and the veteran population. What are you seeing from the biggest needs for veterans nowadays? Obviously, housing is, is, is by far number one. But what other services are, are you guys deploying on a regular basis? What are you seeing where there's gaps and what's, what's needed to be provided? I think there's, there's a gap in mental health services. I think that if, if San Diego could find a way to provide more behavioral health and mental health specialists to some of, uh, some, some of these folks in this population, maybe in be more proactive before they fall into homelessness yeah. i think that would be a big help to preventing folks from from ending up unemployed ending up homeless having and breakdowns that having come breakdowns from that. now are are you ever in any of those conversations with other organizations or civic leaders absolutely we have uh we have service provider meetings frequently we mm -hmm. meet with the mayor and his staff frequently we meet with uh, the city council uh, we meet with our county leaders uh, the the va we have the cab advi the community advisory board with the director of the va and so there's a lot of effort and a lot of synergy regarding the, the outreach to our veteran, specifically our homeless veteran population. The great thing about one of the opportunities that VVSD is becoming involved with and that we were, were offered is that VVSD was selected to be the Cohen Veteran Network Partner here for San Diego. Congratulations. And, and we're very excited because what that means is that we'll be opening up a mental health clinic. It's a, the Stephen A. Cohen Military Family Clinic at VVSD. And we're going to be opening that up in mid-May. And it's going to be providing mild to moderate mental health services for our post-9-11 veterans and their spouses and their children. So the veterans and their families are going to be able to access these mental health services. And it's going to be for the families of our active duty service members. Because our active duty service members quite often don't have access to those mental health services that they need because we know that sometimes when you're just being in the service there are challenges there are challenges that our families sometimes experience that maybe a civilian family and population don't experience because they haven't had to deal with deployments and so providing those services to deal with anxiety and depression and anger maybe we can prevent some of the things that eventually lead to to divorce to prevent some of the things that may lead to suicide, maybe prevent some of the things that will prevent someone from falling into homelessness. Thank you. Like, heartfelt thank you. It, it is so needed. And, you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly 100%. And it's, it is heartbreaking to see, you know, veterans, men and women coming back and they have these challenges and with a little bit of assistance, you know, a little bit of coaching, some conversations, and, and, and you know, a little bit more support, they can thrive. Absolutely. They can, th and so many of them can thrive. Absolutely. But just the other way, though, it's like one teeter, and then it's like that conversation, that negative narrative, and then they slide. 
Absolutely. As we always say is that it's not only our, our service members that serve, it's their families. Yeah. And so when they come home and they've been affected by service, our families are affected as well. So it only makes sense that they heal together. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess I, I don't always think of that. It makes logical sense. But it's like if you have one person that's hurting within a family unit, everybody's hurting. That's you right. Know, it's like you feel that impact together. Mm-hmm. Um, so what a, I mean, what a tremendous venture, you know, to partner with the Cohen family. And this is opening in May, you said. Yes. And that it will be part of the network of 25 mental health clinics uh, that are that Cohen veteran military family clinics that are across the nation. Wow. Incredible. And what does that look like from, you know, from a service standpoint? I know it's not open yet, but. What do you anticipate for types of programs, you know, families and people coming through? Well, it's primarily mental health services. So I have a clinic director that's and will have and she will have uh, her team of a lead clinician and different therapists. And there is a case manager outreach, Uh, but it's evidence based practice. So we're we're going to be able to figure out what's working and what's not working. We're going to be able to share ideas with the other Cohen clinics that are already open. That's the great thing is phenomenal. San Diego is not the first of these clinics to be opening up. So we're, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th, what, yeah, however what we, we fall in line uh, when we open. So we can let, get the lessons learned from all the other clinics that have been opening and, and seeing the population and what's working for them, what's not working for them. And that's the great thing about the Cohen Network is that there's a, a great sharing of ideas of best practices and what's working and, and the better ideas of how to conduct business or how to outreach and how to connect with our veterans and their families. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. I mean, that's huge. What other, you know, I know you have stand down coming up. What else do we have coming down and how do we get involved? How do we, how does the community, how does, how does San Diegans kind of rise up and support you guys? Well, uh, well, Obviously, the, the biggest thing is uh, not only is help us build public awareness of VVSD, mm-hmm. uh, the services that we provide, and then not only helping uh, to connect with other partners here in San Diego, but if there's a veteran in need, direct them to, to contact us. And we'll see what, what you have and see what, what programs that we have, because chances are there's one of our programs that can be able to provide that assistance. So Stand Down is a great, as you mentioned, Stand Down is a great opportunity to connect with VVSD and all the other community partners, but we'll be there. And we'll be, I'll have my team out there, I'll have my outreach team out there. And where you expect, every year we have about around 800 participants, and that's homeless veterans and their spouses and their children. And typically it takes about 3,000 volunteers and 175 community partners, but it is a San Diego event on the upper ball field of the San Diego High School. Okay. Okay. And that's June 28th through 30th? Yes. Got it. Okay. And if people want to volunteer, they need to go to the website, correct? Yes. Our website, vvsd.net, uh, the, the link under the stand down tab and then volunteer, it should be live in April. And okay. you, when you go onto that and volunteer, you can choose which day, which, which uh, shift you'd like and what job you'd like to volunteer for. Got it. So whatever works for you, whether it's, you know, giving out clothing or food or security, there's different options depending upon what your interest is. Absolutely. The, the, the main thing is it's a, it's a place where you can connect with our homeless population, our homeless veterans, and actually put a face and a story and a name to people that you might just normally drive by on the side of the road. Phenomenal. 
So obviously, folks, we'll have more information on you know sdriseup.com and sharing that on social media. But just earmark that right now, wherever you are, whether you're driving in your car, okay, pull over, grab a pen, be safe, or you know just put something in your phone. But you know put that in your calendar for the end of June, June 28th to 30th. And if you can't volunteer, maybe just share it with a coworker or a friend. Maybe they can volunteer, or you just want to come down and what's going on and share a couple smiles and just be there in person that's totally fine too that's right that's right just the that human connection yeah that human connection so important it is what else do we need to know and be aware of with veterans village of san diego well uh, you know we do have a lot of different services whether it's our our residential treatment program so if someone if there's a homeless veteran out there that wants to become clean and sober, has a mental health challenge, has a, an addiction issue, whether it's on alcohol, whether it's on meth, whether it's on whatever type of drug that they're out there on, we have a very intense mental health uh, residential treatment program at VVSD. We also have the, the types of programs where maybe they don't want that type of intense service, so that maybe they just want a transitional housing program. So we have uh, rooms that are available, the beds that are available, and our staff will be able to help them work through a navigation, housing navigation and help them find, uh, get a voucher and then help them get placed into permanent supportive housing. And on the, you know, on the housing piece, what do, you, what do you see in the future? What do you see a few years down the road? What would you like to see? I'd like to see a lot more affordable housing, not yeah. necessarily low-income housing. I'd like mm-hmm. to see more affordable housing. There's a lot of apartments and complexes and condos being built here in San Diego, but they're all really highly priced. And someone who just makes minimum wage, maybe above minimum wage, there's no way they're going to be able to afford rent here in San Diego without living with four or five roommates or living with their parents or living two hours away and commuting into work. And that's really tough. It's a tougher, a single person, it's tough for someone with a family. So I think that San Diego needs to come together and really figure out more affordable housing for our families that are here in San Diego. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I'm, you know, I think it'd be fantastic for local legislation to be passed to entice investors to build more affordable housing. You know, I know we have, you know, we have a shortage of housing, but it seems like we're getting the green light to build up, to to increase our density, which I'm all for, you know, but we don't need people to keep leaving because it is so expensive, you know, but come together and make it where, okay, build an apartment, convert a building, convert condos, you know, do what's needed to add more inventory for our veterans. That's right. That's right. Because our veterans are going to be amazing assets to the community wherever they're at. So we want to keep our veterans and their families here and be able to keep them healthy and keep them engaged and keep them being the the amazing people that we know that they are. Absolutely. I mean, the, the patriots that served our country. Absolutely. You know, freedom is certainly not free. It's not. It's you not. Know. What are some parting words for our network? You know, what do you want people to take away from this conversation listening to this? Well, you know, there, there is no greater honor than to wear the cloth of our nation. And right now here in San Diego, there's no greater need than those homeless veterans who have served and come home and have lost everything, lost all hope, and lost all pride. And there's no greater obligation that we have as a San Diego community than to ensure that those services and resources are there for them to ensure that they can get back on their feet, 
back in, with their family and back into the community. Kim, so important, and I'm just so grateful for you. And you know, knowing that you're at the helm of Veterans Village, it's it's so important and it's so needed. And you know, to me, it just it 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 bells the call that our community needs to go in and we need to rise up and support. Whether it's volunteering at Stand Down, whether it's just going to the website, you know, guys, write down vvsd.net and just go get aware, get involved. If you have additional cash and capital and funds. Money is what makes the engine turn, but get involved because, you know, our, our homeless challenge with veterans is an issue that we can make an impact in. We can make a big impact in if we kind of band together and get informed and start to take action on it. Absolutely. You know, so Kim Mitchell, thank you for what you do. Thank you from the Rise Up Network to Veterans Village. Thank you for all the services you're providing. Congratulations on the Cohen Clinic. Super excited about that. And uh, promise me that you'll come back again. Oh, I promise. So long as you invite me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, what a tremendous honor it's been to have Kim on. Veterans Village. Check out vvsd.net. Get out there, get informed, and rise up.